Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. What if you knew how to work with an introvert and an extrovert? Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, CEO of Success Champion Networking, best-selling author and speaker. Hanging out with me is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. We teach business owners how to grow and scale through sales, networking, business development, and mindset. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to adjust to introverts and extroverts. And if you like this content, please make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and comment below. Holy cow, that was a hell of a thing to get through. I actually think I got through the whole damn thing. I think it took me 20 times to get through that fucking introduction today. Jesus. You know, um, we often get asked quite a bit about how we work together, you know, being that we do have different personality types where I'm more of this kind of visionary, you're more of the, uh, oh shit, it's not tactician, it's the integrator. That's what I was looking for, you know, style of things. And, you know, I lean towards a more extroverted. Kevin leans more towards the, the introverted side of things. You know, that doesn't define who we are as individuals, but it very much, you know, does point in the direction of how certain things work and how certain things don't work. And, you know, uh, I think Kevin and I have worked pretty well together through this entire journey. We've had a couple of, you know, moments in time, but usually I tell him to quit being a bitch and things work out just fine. No, I'm kidding. That doesn't happen. <laughs> but, you know, as, as we've, you know, become business partners as we've, you know, continued to build the success champion family of companies. I think we've learned a few tips and tricks here along the way that's really helped us, you know, shape how we speak to, you know, people. I can tell you, you know, him and I have found conversations. Um, there's a relationship that's been built. So oftentimes when him and I are sitting across from each other, you don't really notice the extroversion, introversion side of things. But as I was telling Kevin, I just got off a sales call with a person who was an extreme introvert and oh God, it took almost everything in my being to be able to have this conversation. You know, just me being me, they tend to be very, very dry and unconversational. They don't often know how to do the back and forth. And that is a real struggle with for me from time to time. So 
Um, let's start there. I think, I think we'll tackle the, you know what? Let's pick on the extroverts, you know, uh, first, cause we don't get to pick on them very, very often. So, uh, Kevin, for you looking, you know, more at speaking to the extroverts and guys like me, you know, what are some of the things that you do to adjust or meet me, a, you know, or meet other people with my personality types? So I think the first step is really when you are working with someone, whether it be uh, someone in your company, a potential client, you know, whoever that is, you actually need to be able to recognize if they are an introvert or an extrovert. You know, that is really that first step. If you are going in completely unaware and can't tell because you've, you've never really paid attention, communicating is going to be hard. So, you know, I think that's really important. And that's something I learned really soon uh, or early on in my career was I need to be able to recognize who people were so that I could mirror them and adjust how I was communicating. So for me, being that introvert that likes detail and likes all the bells and whistles and wants to know how and why things work, when I'm working with someone that's not like me, I have to dial that way back. I need to understand really what the key thing is that they want out of that conversation, what they need to know to either make a decision or do what I need them to do and then work from there. Yeah. Here's, here's, I, I have literally said the words match a mirror adjust for a number of years. Right. And I've always said that you've got to identify and meet them on their level, but, Sometimes that's a real stretch to go and meet somebody exactly where they are. And I got to be honest, myself, some days I just fucking suck at it because, you know, I don't. If if a person doesn't engage. Then I struggle having that dialogue. So like this guy I was just talking to, you know, with him being dry, I mean, just dry. You can obviously tell he didn't give a shit about even adjusting to me at all, which truthfully, it's not his place to adjust to me. It's right. It's my place to adjust to him. But I finally found myself at one point going, how can I help you? Cause I was lost, you know, in this conversation, you know, and my answer, you know, talking to introverts is always questions because that seems to open the door. And obviously I'm boring Kevin cause he's back to yawning again. <laughs> uh, you know, but I will tell you one thing that I do notice about introverts as well. You've got to keep them engaged in the thing, in the conversation, or they will start tuning out, you know, um, yeah, I that can be really hard, even for me as an introvert. If you have that person like you were talking to, and I wasn't on that call, so I'm going to just, you know, make really grand assumptions about them. But, you know, there are introverts out there that are really super, um, that struggle really a lot with engaging in conversation. That, you know, no matter how you try and pull information out of them, they don't expand on anything that you ask. 
And that's, you know, in sales, that is really our bread and butter is we ask a leading question that we hope they talk <laughs> and that they will then share things and then give us more stuff that we can ask more questions about. But it's really hard when you ask a question and they give you the, the specific answer and then they stop. Or they flip it and they don't shut up. Yo, because uh, sometimes even selling to guys like me, they really like the sound of their own fucking voice. <laughs> you know, and they can drone on and on and on and on. How? I mean, I, I think I know we're going back and forth I, on this. I right? would. Oh, that's fine because I would rather have that. Agreed. Than the person Agreed. Who doesn't expand on anything that you ask. So, you know, for me, uh, you know, working with you, the big thing for me is understanding what you specifically need. And at the beginning, uh, you know, I'd be really excited to show you things and tell you things. You'd be like, I don't need to know that. Why? <laughs> Just stop. Stop telling me these things. And it took me, you know, to, a bit to figure that out because I'd just be really excited about something I figured out for us and I'd want to share and, you know, show you. Uh, and then you'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fine. Fuck you too. Right. So, right. Yeah. But I, but I, I think it's, I think most of my life, people have, well, this is gonna make me sound like such an asshole, but they want accolades <laughs> for shit they're supposed to be doing. And I'm not saying that's what you did or done, but I think that's how I, quickly turn off when people try and explain me the details of something. Um, well, I, and I think it's that you just don't care. You don't need that level of information because it doesn't help you do anything. Right, right. It's like me knowing that doesn't help you get better, doesn't help me get to the result. It's now, truthfully, I should give that a moment, right? I should, you know, absolutely... <laughs> acknowledge the desire i'm just not wired that way no he he isn't <laughs> you know but do you think that explanation is self-serving in nature like not just you but anybody when they feel the need to explain the details of something is that getting a need met for them is that they're looking for i'm gonna like a, i'm proud of you type thing i i'm really asking because i don't fully wrap my head around it i think in general it is It's one of two things. It is we really think you uh, want to know the same level of information that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, we just assume that, that I don't. You, know, you want to know how things work. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lord, Lord, do I know. The funny thing is, everyone, now he comes back and is asking me stuff and trying to figure out things because he's actually doing things in the systems we use. And, and I think to myself occasionally, he's like, I've, wanted to show you this years ago and you wouldn't listen. So, but well, but now part of that is how so. I learn though, <laughs> you know, um, it's going to sound really crazy again. I learn on a needed basis. So, so times that I'll ask for details and how to is if you're like completely overwhelmed with shit and I know you're not gonna be able to get it to me and I want it right now. 
Yep. Right. That's when I want to learn things because now there's a point to learning. I don't want to learn just to learn it. So back to your original question, there's, you know, it, one of it is actually us thinking that you want to know, just like we want to know, you know, you've been in sales calls where I ask all the really hard questions as a salesperson. And cause I want to know how things work and why things work. And it drives some sales guy nuts cause they don't know. Uh, so there's part of that, but then there's also part of it is, as I think a little bit of showing off and, and being able to show, Hey, here's what I know. And here's actually, I am this smart and I know all this stuff. So I, I think there's a little bit of both. So how do I adjust to that moment? Cause there's going to be other people outside of me and you um, that are going to come up and want to engage and have that kind of level of excitement, you know, look what I can do type thing. What should I do in that moment? Uh, I think the key is just acknowledging it and saying, Hey, that that's really cool. You know, why, why do I need to know that? <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fine. And I don't know how this would work against a complete stranger coming up and trying to give you a really detailed explanation. Uh, but you know, for me, it's, you know, asking me why you need to know, it's going to make me think, all right, so does he really need to know this stuff or not? And I'll be like, yeah, you probably don't need to. It's just cool. Well, I think, I, I think for, the first time, you know, they get the kind of cordial pass, you know, and yeah. I think you get beat up on a little bit more just because we've had a longer growing relationship. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Well, I'm not going to do I that think, to a complete stranger, right? Yeah, I think for the complete stranger, it's like, all right, awesome. You can ask that same question, why do I need to know that? And not being uh, being a dick about it. It's more of a let them tell their thing and say, all right, so why is, you know, why, you know, why is that important? What does that mean to me? And force them to shift their story and think about, all right, so what is the value add to that person? You know, if I'm explaining, you know, I sold tech. So I had to interact with uh, the high C, introvert, detail-oriented people and the high D CEO uh, who is making decisions and spending the money. I needed to be able to shift and talk about, especially when they're in the same room, which is really painful. You know, I needed to have the detailed-oriented stuff with this, the CIO or the tech guy IT support guy that's in helping the decision maker make that decision. But then I had to be able to tell them, Hey, here's what, here's why that's important. You know, and so I love they, that they, selling to multiple people is tough. Selling to multiple people at different times is tougher because you sell. Hey, Donnie Bobine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking. And I just want to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and i look forward to seeing you there but one style you think you got the deal one then all of a sudden a third party walks into the conversation and you realize nothing you just talked about has that much value to what's about to happen yep. yeah and, and that and i think a part of that skill is stuff that i learned in the military doing what i did 
uh, on staff is I would need really detailed information for one group. But then when I was in front of the commander, it was really, hey, sir, here's what's important to you. And understanding, you know, what what that person was. I wish more people would needed. would think that way and come to me and go, hey, I've got all this stuff, but here's what I think is important for you to know in this moment. This is what you need. Um, and, and it took and it took a couple colonels, you know, beating me over the head uh, when I was a new lieutenant to get to help me figure that out. And because I would come in with all the stuff I knew because I thought it was all important. And to me and to my section and to the other some of the other sections, it was. But to the commander, it wasn't. He didn't know need to know that really fine, finite detail about the enemy. He needed to know how it was going to impact his ability to complete the mission so that he could plan against it. So it took me, you know, a couple of years of of briefing and getting, uh, you know, told I was talking too much by a colonel uh, to to learn it and really start figuring out. All right, so what does that colonel actually need to know? And I was fortunate; I had a really good XO who was, hey, hey, LT, let's go talk. And he mentored me and taught me and helped me figure out what was going through their heads in the command staff so that I could really fix what I was saying to actually meet their needs. Well, and I love that because I think that, I mean, you still have to know all those details, yep. but learning to give the cliff note versions of it uh, that allows us to ask the additional questions to help us. Exactly. Get the, it, it is huge. Um, yeah, and that's and that's what would happen. I would be for a general, and it would be all right, sir. Here's here's what's going to happen. Here's what we our our assessment is, and then he would ask follow on questions. He would ask sometimes would be really specific. All right, so that that uh, that system, weapon system, what's its range? You know, what is its you know uh, uh, flash to bang? All that type of information. I'd have to know it. And then other times he would ask really general questions and it would become more of this, uh, uh, you know, where we conversation where we would be hypothetically fighting the battle and what if this, then that type things to really flesh out what actually is going to happen. So it really, and it always depended on the commander's style. And so you were adjusting what information to give them based off of their personality. Oh God. Every time a new commander came in, we would have to adjust how we briefed and what we gave because they all wanted different information. So that first time of briefing the commander after a mission analysis using our old old information was always going to be fun. And we were always going to be taking copious notes because that's where the first time we were actually going to learn what he wanted mm. and what we could get rid of and what we could add in that we were missing because he wanted it, but the old guy didn't. Right. So that was always a, a constant adjustment for us. So I think that's huge to think about, you know, when you're talking to the people is, and it goes back to what you said earlier on, is of, of really identifying, you know, who they are as a individual, but it's more important to understand how they want to be fed information. You know, we talk about a lot of times about how to start sales calls and the likes about starting off of, hey, how, you know, what's your expectation? How do we proceed here? What are you looking to get out of this? But I think even the simple things of, man, look, I, I can go into a huge diatribe of how everything works and functions and moves, or I can give you a more higher level. What's where, where, where do you want to go? 
and it's okay to adjust me on the fly, you know, um, kind of give them the permission to push back on it. Cause I think a lot of people who've been sold to are used to salespeople just puking all over them. So yep. they're used to just shutting up and letting them do their thing. And if you, if that happens and you're never going to sell anything. Yeah. When I'm selling to someone that I know is a high D, I always start at a really high level and let them ask questions. And that way they can dive as deep as they want. It's it, the, the relationship builds way faster that way than if they have to tell me to stop talking. Right. Right. So it's a more, Hey, give me more, give me more. I'll keep feeding you. As opposed to if they are like, no, you're giving me too much, then you're, then you back way off. And then all it's this, am I doing enough? Am I not doing enough? You start second guessing yourself. So I'd rather start, you know, general and broad and let them keep asking more. Cause then it also feels like they're driving the conversation and they're in control yep. of what's happening. And it's not me controlling it, even though I am, they're doing exactly what I want them to do. 100%. No, I love, I think for a lot of people listening to this or watching this, I mean, I, I think you got to spend some time really studying personalities, you know, and being able to identify who you talk to. I mean, Kevin and I talk about DISC all the time, the D-I-D-S-C-C. You know, that's just because one we both are very, very comfortable with. I mean, there's a ton of personalities out there, but focus on the personality that helps you identify, you know, who you're talking to. Now to flip the script, where I really fucking struggle is talking to the introverts um, that... You know, it's one thing if an introvert tries to sell me because they will come out of their shell, right? They will, uh, I, I think it's almost like they, they turn on some sort of switch and they're more leaning into the conversation. If it's a get to know you conversations, sometimes that's really a struggle for me because, and like you said before, if there's no engagement coming back, there's no give and take into the conversation, it's very, very, very hard to lean in and have that conversation. So, you know, some of the things that I've learned to do over the years is try to find that thing that they're really interested in talking about in the conversation. So like this guy today, you know, I spent a good amount of time the whole call was 30 minutes and i and i spent most of it trying to understand his damn world by asking a lot of questions be honest i never found what he was into i never found what he was interested in so my questions even in an attempt to be open-ended were were bad because i couldn't figure out how to draw draw him in further to the conversation but even for you if they're completely dry they're 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 an absolute struggle to get those those conversations going what are some of the tr tips and tricks you can do like coach me i know you weren't there how would i have better have gotten that conversation going now this person had seen me speak in an event reached out asked for my time and you know wanted some advice on things and then they weren't checked out of the conversation. They were all into the level that they could be. <laughs> what a nice way to put that. I, I, I'm, I'm, 
I I am gonna write that down and remember that because I have never heard it put that way. That was like that's like oh oh aren't you sweet? That is like that <laughs> bless southern, your heart. Bless oh bless your heart. Yeah, exactly. That is so what you just. Did. I could. I was trying uh, to find a nice way to put it. <laughs> they were in as as far as they could be. Um, you know, having that conversation with that introvert, if you can dive into process and have them start walking through and this this is going to be totally painful you as the extrovert asking these questions but asking them to walk you through things you know all right so walk me through how this works and let them now start giving you that detail where you can then stop and all right so i got a question about this and you can pull your information out that way and that's really, you know, back to uh, when I initially brought you on as a client, when I, when I developed the picture uh, and showed you that, and I walked you through it, then you were able, then you asked questions, you know, and if you can, you can do that in reverse to the introvert and ask them, all right, so walk me through how this works and let them start telling you in their terms, because then they're going to be in their world and they're going to be all ooh process and detail. And I can give all this stuff. They're like, oh, he's actually an interest in what I I like, and then you can stop them and ask the questions that you want at, along the way. I, I think, and I agree with you. I think the struggle for me is I thought I was doing that in this particular conversation. And I'm so excited to give the information. Like as soon as I got a solution and answer, I'm like, <laughs> let me tell you, right. And I just know that about that's how I'm wired. I, I want to give the information as quick as possible. And most times, I know what people are trying to say before they're even halfway got the shit completely out of their mouth. And often I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Let's move. Right. In this situation, what got me was a couple of times I probably jumped in a little bit too soon. Cause I think, so when you're talking to the introvert, you know, you've got to let them complete the thought because if they don't complete the thought, they're going to be stuck there for the rest of the conversation. So I think a couple of times I probably jumped in too soon. I also think that I've got to have the secondary question already locked and loaded in the arsenal because certain introverts, when they finish a statement, it's a statement. There's no open dialogue coming back off of what they're saying. Um, and I think a lot of it is because they're used to their own silence. They like sitting in silence so long that they once the thoughts completed there isn't a need for a second piece of the component where i'm always looking for the back and forth yep one of the other things that i as i'm just thinking about how i've learned to do analysis and you know and do briefing to the colonels and generals you know as an introvert we we like to talk in process and we're very linear and we're going to step by step move you through something we won't always delve into you know why the impact something will happen or you know the branches that can happen off of an event it's very much here's what will happen then here's what will happen then that's what will happen you know as i was learning my craft in the military one of the things i had to start figuring out were the the decision points for the enemy on where their commander was going to have to make a specific decision and then what his, what they call sequels, what he would do after that decision. And then the branches, what all his different options were that he could make. So I would, I basically had to flow chart the enemy's thought process, which 
for me. It's like, perfect. That is so what I can do. But, you know, and it was took a lot of thinking and we wouldn't brief that as well. So it became for me very, I had to get much better at injecting that into my brief to the commander because that was actually really important information for him as opposed to me just going linearly through how the enemy was going to fight the, the the battle or fight that specific engagement so it for us when you're meeting with an introvert and they're walking you have them walking through that process you know at the right times ask them about the impact that that has you know, if they're talking about something that's work that they do, but isn't as effective, you know, make them think about and verbalize. All right, so what's what's that mean? Because that's going to actually dive, get them deeper, and you'll actually make them pause enough to think about because they probably haven't talked about that before. Right, right. I like the because yeah, I, I was as you were talking, I was thinking through my conversation, and he was often writing notes down based off of something I said but then would sit there waiting for me to make the next move. And it was almost like that thought was done time to move on. You know? So, I mean, I only know to ask questions at that point, <laughs> you know, he wasn't dismissing me, but I was also in my head trying to get to a point. Okay. Have we both gathered enough information to move forward here yeah. Um, and to get some sort of significant next step as part of the conversation. And and you do this naturally with me just because we've had enough conversations where we've figured out how to make the other person uh, converse with us uh, and get to where we need to be in the conversation. But it's harder when you don't have that relationship yeah. with a different introvert. You don't know, how, you know, if, you know, asking those questions is going to be too much or not enough with right. them. Right. You know, right. when we talk, you, you'll ask me those questions all the time. Right. And it doesn't, you don't even think about it. Well, but I also know how to handle the, the dull moments. Right. So, so when it gets <laughs> quiet, that drives me nuts. Most of the time, you know, I know how to freaking throw, and usually it's a jab of some sort. That's how I get the conversation moving forward. <laughs> uh, I'm like, all right, fuck it. What's next? You know, um, something along those lines that allows me to push a conversation for you. You just can't necessarily see me in the middle of a sales call. All right, fuckhead, what's next? <laughs> I don't think it's going to go over <laughs> too well. <laughs> no, yeah. no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think this is a fascinating topic. We'll keep exploring and continue to find more ways to adjust because you know, it's something that I really need to get better at as I continue to bring more and more people into our world and, and we get into more fantastic conversations and, you know, we can help more people if we can figure out the best ways to communicate with them. So fun conversation. I think this was a good one talking about this. And, you know, I love when we get a chance to kind of dive into our world and what we struggle with and the things I think it's pretty valuable for people. So guys, uh, if you got any sort of benefit value, anything out of this, you know, and you really like the idea of talking about introverts and extroverts and how you adjust, how you identify those type of things, you know, please do us a favor and, you know, leave us a review wherever you're listening to this, you know, share this out with somebody and make sure you're subscribed to the episode. This helps us out a ton as we continue to grow and build the audience. So as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye.
When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.